Here in America, we are descended in blood and in spirit from revolutionists and rebels, men and women who dare to dissent from accepted doctrine. As their heirs, may we never confuse honest dissent with disloyal subversion. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Commoners Honing All Disciplines podcast. Today, we will be discussing finding your purpose and distractions that may subvert you from your path. Yeah, there's a lot of things today, especially that can kind of push you off the, let's say, path that you are meant to lead, the life that you're meant to lead. That's only yours, right? Like no one else can know that. Um, No one else can claim to know that. Um, and you know, this, this type of distraction from your true purpose, from your true, the true meaning of your life, it can come from a lot of sources. So what we kind of want to do today is, um, talk about the types of things that could subvert you and distract you, um, the people and the ways that they could distract you and also things outside of your own control, um, that are not evil or malicious, but tend to push you in a direction that you don't want to be going in. So that's kind of the thing we want to talk about today Mm -hmm. is things pushing you off your path, right? Things leading you astray. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Like simply put. Yeah. So definition of subversion is just, to overthrow or ruin something. Um, So we kind of had our own definition here in this context that we're going to be using. So we're just going to start off uh, with that and uh, decided it was subversion is the disruption of truth, value, and purpose. The results are evil, but the intent doesn't necessarily need to be evil. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important distinction because, you know, when obviously you hear about the things that people do to distract you, and obviously you hear about the entities, the corporations, governments, whatever thing like things that they distract you, um, they may not be distracting you out of pure malice or pushing you off your path for pure malice or evil. It may just be um, ignorance, right? It could just be. Um, you know, even a coincidence, potentially, I don't really believe in coincidences, but you know, things happen, random things happen Mm -hmm. all the time. So you don't know. Right. But, um, and, and, and really we, and really I want to focus on the idea, like a lot of things distract you and we can pinpoint the types of people that distract you and we can pinpoint like real evil that may try to distract you. However, you hating it, um, actually works in the favor of the things trying to distract you because guess what hatred does is it's an extra distraction right Mm -hmm. it's an extra it's an added stressor and guess what added stressors do they make you have poor decision making skills right and your daily and your daily uh life and the way you go about your the, the, the way you go about making choices, the more stress you have, the less likely you're going to make a good choice. The less likely you're going to make an informed decision, right? We were debating on a quote we wanted to do, and 
it came up the quote about subversion from Yuri Bezmanov, and I think uh, Nordic can talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. The quote essentially was, I'll just paraphrase him here because I don't remember, but he said, "A demoralized person, it's too late for them because they can't any longer separate truth from." Uh, false information that they've been given, right? And that ties into what we just talked about with stress and not being able to make any decisions properly if you're under a, a, any stressful situation. If you think about interrogation tactics, what do they do? They make you as stressed as possible so that you can't properly think, and they just hold you in that stressful state for as long as it, it takes, and then they can um, extract their confessions if it's a kind of unethical... Uh, interrogation practice uh but yeah, yeah. the this is a big what deal Yuri Bezmenov talks about is a, is a big deal you're right yeah and, and not only that but think about it like this in law when you sign a contract that contract can be voided if it was signed under duress right if it was signed because you were coerced into it or you're threatened into signing this contract and Think about how many decisions, personally, think about this as a personal thing. How many decisions do you make in your life under duress, whether you realize it or not? Mm -hmm. And the way I want to preface this is let's start in obedient kids. When you listen to your parents all the time and maybe you do something that they might not like, Right away, you try to find a correction for that because you had made that decision not out of your own choice, but the choice of someone else for you. And that decision was potentially underdressed. And we're not talking about like basic stuff. We're talking about you want to go to university or you want to go to college and your parents tell you to do something different. Your parents mm-hmm. can tell you, no, no, don't go to college. You're not going to do nothing. You're not going to get anything out of college, right? Go to university. And you choose to go to university to a field that there's not many jobs available and you miss out on years of uh, potential financial in, in, like stability because you chose to go to university and pay all that money and you have to pay it off now, right? If their parents didn't pay for you, you have to pay this off. You have to work harder at a job that you probably don't like to pay this off, right? And, and that seems to me like it's a decision under duress that -hmm. seems like it's a a decision with outside factors that's affecting your life path again this is why it's important that we prefaced subversion with the fact that the the intent is not evil because most people's parents want the best for them right even their peers most people's peers want the best for them however just because someone wants the best for you does not mean the result may be good or bad for you right they, you may have a bad result from good intentions, right? Like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Like that's a saying for a reason because yeah, bad exactly. things can happen just because they're thought to be done out of good. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's why it's important to, you know, have some introspection and, uh, sit down, like maybe take out a journal, write down your thoughts and your feelings 
and kind of have a relationship with your own mind. And when you do that, you'll be better prepared to understand your own path. And then you're less likely to have someone else able to influence your path because a lot of it is times if you know what you want to do and you know your path, um, like your parents probably won't interfere with that very much. They might um, have had other plans, but usually they, they might say, okay, do with you. But if they, um, if you don't know what you want to do and you're just kind of clueless, that's how another, um, another, outside influence can come in and then sort of subvert your um, what your true true potential is because you haven't taken the time to figure out what that is and you don't know yourself well enough to know that you're not going to like what your parents are pushing on you or your peers um, that's another thing we can talk about your expectations of your uh, peers or your friends is another um, another way you could be distracted or subverted from your purpose um like for example choosing to just do something totally different that people don't expect from you uh takes a lot of courage and you can't really be uh if you're only grounded in that you can't really escape the influence of i'll just say society but yeah parents peers you can't escape that influence because you don't know yourself well enough to trust yourself that you know what's best for your own purpose. Mm-hmm. And I, I like how you said false expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal because people who are not you cannot know you fully. Only you know what you can truly expect of yourself. Um, you know, if you've taken the time to know yourself and you've taken the time to understand kind of how your um, you know, how your life works, basically, um, how you work, right? Um, mm-hmm. But that's up to you. And, you know, maybe you're not in a point in your life where you do know that yet. And maybe your parents actually do know better than you do. But you can't know that unless you try to learn that, like, with your own volition, right? You learn that through your own battles through your own decisions through your own consequences right like your mistakes that's Mm -hmm. that's a big deal that you make your own mistakes right it's a big deal that um you have proper and true expectations of yourself right because no one can expect of yourself more than what you do because how can you rise up to an occasion if you don't expect yourself to be able to do it right you have to have an idea in mind of like okay what can i do and maybe i don't know fully what i can do yet so i could try to do more than what i think i can do and maybe take on more um than what i can handle right like let's say you think oh no i can only go to college i won't be able to handle university and you know your peers push you to try university because they think you know you're smarter than you realize and maybe you just didn't do well in high school but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're stupid so you try something different, right? This is the opposite of the other example, right? Like maybe you thought you weren't smart enough or you couldn't do it and you're down on yourself. So this is the positive. Like this is a positive influence of other people trying to push you yeah, in, yeah. in a direction, right? They're trying to make you rise up above your own expectations of yourself, which I think can be fantastic. 
um, or horrifying, mm-hmm. depending on who you are, right? So you got to number one thing to prevent demoralization, to prevent subversion, is to know yourself and live yeah. authentically. And once you do that, that will make a major difference, I think. Yeah, I think knowing yourself is one of the key, you could even say it's a skill because you, it takes work to understand yourself and know yourself. It's just like having a, like a relationship with another person. It takes work. You have to know, like to ask them about themselves, pay attention, learn about themselves. The same thing is true with yourself. You need to pay attention to how you react to things. Um, what you like, what you don't like, what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you're able to make yourself do, like what you need to sort of convince yourself to do. Um, Because maybe you can't uh, motivate yourself to do some things. It's hard, but for other things, it's easy to motivate yourself. You need to know all that stuff. Otherwise, you can't really be effective at pursuing your own path. And you can't really call it your own path because you haven't done the the work to figure that out, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily just work that gets you there. It's also um, – it also just comes with time as well. Like it takes a long time to get the work in to be able to know yourself. So I'm not saying it, you can just know if just because you've done this uh, – like maybe you've journaled for a month – you know, you won't just know your entire life purpose from that, but mm-hmm. making it a habit over time is going to have a, a compounding effect. Yeah, and just trying things out, especially in terms of like your habits, in terms of what you want in your life, in terms of like going to school, in terms of you may want to take a year off, right? I know in high school uh, in Canada, we used to have grade 13 right that gave one more year to do extra courses to maybe get some grades up to maybe change your course or maybe not to do grade 13 and go straight to college or go straight into the workforce right like you had that option um that we just don't have today and you know considering how much different life was 10 15 years ago compared to today you know we may benefit from that option more than people did a while ago right so you know, don't be afraid to do things that people don't like if they're best if if they are what's best for you. If you mm-hmm. cannot make up your mind about college, university, what you want to do with your life, there is no sense in going to school, right, or going to to do anything if you don't think that's what you want to do, right? It's better to work for a year and maybe accrue some capital, maybe see, oh wow, I actually do like working, or you know what, maybe I want to work for myself. I don't need to go to college or university. I have good ideas. I can become an mm-hmm. entrepreneur entrepreneur right like there's the only thing preventing you from really trying to understand yourself um is likely your peers is likely your parents is likely um social media right you want to be like everyone else and that need to conform to everyone else is going to prevent you from going down your own path so even you in your own mind thinking about how other people think can prevent your true path can prevent your true nature, right? From being fulfilled. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't you know, know. It could still be cookie do... cutter. 
sorry, I was going to say, it could still be cookie cutter. You could still like, yeah, I just want to go to university or go to college, get a job and just work and then like, you know, get married, have kids, just live a normal life. There's nothing wrong with that, but it has to be your own decision. Mm-hmm. That's my no, and that I definitely think... might might be what's best for you as well. Mm-hmm. And you could you could figure that out and yeah. Well, it's be... normal for a reason. That's the normal path for people for a reason, right? Because Yeah, exactly. Let's say on average people are more similar than are uncommon even though there's a lot of more potential for uncommonality these days than there was before. People still tend to be similar in their needs and wants and desires, right? So there's no problem with going down the road very much traveled. However, you cannot have a problem with yourself going down the road less traveled. I think that's the big the big idea here, right? And I think getting to this segment, um, not being afraid of changing your path. Mm-hmm. Not being afraid of uprooting and trying something completely different, especially if, if you've already graduated college or university. You'll have a backup right? You'll have that backup of your degree or your certificate or diploma. You'll be able to work in that field, God willing. Like there's no reason for you not to potentially pursue a new path, potentially pursue a new career, right? The only thing stopping you is likely fear of, you know, judgment, fear of um, other people's opinion of you, fear of failing, right? I think people Mm -hmm. are very afraid to fail. And for what reason, I don't know, because how many times do parents say, yeah, we all make mistakes and we just have to grow and learn from them, which is what failure is. True failure, which we've talked about is giving up, right? As long as you're not giving up on what you truly desire, you've never failed. And it may take you decades to get exactly what you want. But, But again, you have to put in that time, you have to put in that work, you have to put in that effort, you have to be willing to accept yourself, number one. And once you do that, it'll be very hard for people to put you on a path that they want for you versus the path that you want for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think that's yeah. a, a very important thing to remember. I don't know if uh, many people do affirmations, but one that uh, specifically helps me that I, I usually say to myself a lot is, it's kind of a meme, but it's, I just say I'm simply built different. <laughs> it, it is that affirmation? It is for me. I just say it, I just say it all the time. I'm just built different. <laughs> Every time That's like someone doesn't understand me, they're like, I'm gonna say, well, I'm just built different, right? So true. And it, it actually gives me a lot of confidence. So you know, even if it might be kind of cringe, I still do it. Um, I don't know. I like that. Yeah. What What I wanted to mention Holding was an affirmation um, is cringe. A little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, we do a little bit of, we do a little bit well, of cringe. You know, we do a little bit of cringe. Sometimes we're cringy. <laughs> sometimes we're cringe. <laughs> but um, the cringe police what? are going to come to a knock on your door <laughs> at twelve a.m. Yeah. Police, I mean, open what up. Would, what else would you call it other than an affirmation? Just, uh, just. No, I know. Here. I think that's. I think that's the right word. Um. Me personally, I don't really rely on myself um, to be a thing. I'm kind of more like, you know, I simply am like Mm. in existence and, you know, I try things to occur and they may or may not occur. And I just kind of try to roll with the punches, you know, Um, 
accept things for what they are, not accrue or place specific value on a specific saying because, you know, mm-hmm. that may not be true, right? Like I can affirm on built different, like maybe you're not though. Right. So, but I am, but you, but you say you are, but maybe you're not right. Because how well, are built different? How can you define that? I don't know. You define it for yourself and then we get into subjective reality and then nothing matters because subjective reality is false. So it gets chaotic, which is my, me, me personally does. want to like yeah. affirmation. That's why I like prayer because you're asking for something. You may not get mm-hmm. it. Right. You say, God, please give me this thing. If you want it for me, if you will, this for me, allow it to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And a That's lot of true. Time I also, I also pray by the way, it's not, I just sit and do affirmations, but no, I know. I, I know. I'm just, I'm teasing you, man. Like dude, this is part of it. I'm subverting you right now. Yeah. You're a you could be built different. You could be built different. God built me different. I just know that for a fact. <laughs> so true. I, I think we are built. I think we are built different, actually. Yeah. Well, it's just every time, like, I can't relate to people. That's just what I think. Um, but they can't relate but, to you, right? Like, we're all different. Yeah. Well, no, everyone is different. Um, and I think different. saying that saying that and making that part of your self-belief is good for confidence, especially if Mm. you, um, you know, you do feel like you're different. Yeah. I I, I agree with the idea of affirmations. I would, I would call it, um, true values, like true, true values. And, and, And in that sense, I mean, like, let's say I say I am strong. Like mm-hmm. I know that's true, right? I I, I can lift very heavy weights. Um, I work very hard. I know I'm yeah. strong, so I can say that, and that's truth, right? And and you could say that's an affirmation, but I know I can prove it, right? So so that's part of truth, right? It has to be provable, um, and I know that. So, yeah. you know, that's part of it. That's why I like I like the value, right? I think affirmations, although they are good, they can be bad. Because some people will lie to themselves. And you know this is true, right? Mm. Yeah, for some sure. Some people sure. will say, I'm important, right? I'm I'm better than other people. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> not you, but I'm saying like, fuck you. You don't know that. <laughs> you can affirm that all you want. It may not be true. You're And we were, and we were brainstorming about this earlier, right? Mm-hmm. There's more people now than there's ever been before on the planet Earth. You... Your worth as an individual human being, based on secular humanistic perspective, is less than humans ever before in history because there was less humans. Similar to how economics works, when there's too much of a dollar out, the dollar loses the value of itself, right? Exactly. Rather than being worth one dollar, it's now worth 0.90 dollars based on previous value. And that and that's how we determine values, obviously based on um, previous values and and current mm-hmm. values, right? But where was I going with this? We have to we have to accept the truth, right? We have to not be demoralized. We have to determine information based on what it truly is. We have to use mm-hmm. um, our own ability to think and criticize things 
to ensure that they're true, right? We have to criticize ourselves uh, to understand if we're doing the right thing, right? We have to know ourselves in order to criticize ourselves correctly. It sounds complicated, but people really just do this well. People do this a lot of the time without thinking, right? Yeah. So Yeah, that's kind of I that's what I want to promote is people being intentional with their thoughts because mm. um a lot of people That's a good get, that's like, a better way to like, put it. Yeah. That's like a low self esteem people like then they, they have these negative thought patterns and they say things that are either like a lie or it's like, Well, I'm so uh terrible, nobody likes me. And I think mm. um just the idea of doing affirmations and having like a positive um thought process can replace those negative thoughts and that just brings you up a, a vibration level just by like getting rid of those negative thoughts because what's the what, uh, I don't know the exact quote but it's in the bible like you can't um, purge yourself of demons because then you'd be empty you have to fill yourself with Christ mm. right yeah, you don't. You, so you don't have to. Remove you have to replace something good. You don't remove vice, but you add virtue. Yeah. Right. And, it, and through the addition cup. of virtue, vice removes itself, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I think of uh, with positive thoughts. Can. I agree with that, but I will. I, I like what you said. In your head, right? I like what you said. Intentional thoughts, and and let's combine that. So truth, true values, right? Mm-hmm. True values of yourself that you can prove and you've seen before and other people may have told you. Allow that to seep into your mind to allow you to be virtuous and to replace vice. Right? You can bring yeah, it all like together. That. But it has to be truthful. It has to be truthful. Do not tell yourself a lie. Because yeah. then you're subverting yourself. Always. Always tell yourself the truth. Even if maybe you have no value. No one has no value. But maybe you currently have not garnered any value for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have an opportunity. You actually have a rare opportunity. You can garner any value you want. If you say, oh, I want to be a better speaker, you can go and practice speaking and you can get better at speaking. If you say, I'm weak, but I want to be strong, you can get strong, right? Mm -hmm. There's no no problem with being weak. Everyone starts off as a baby. There is a problem with staying weak. Yeah. That means you've given up. That means you've failed. If you do not try to strengthen yourself uh, in one way or another, you are failing not only yourself, but all those around you who, who potentially rely on you, right? And want the best for you. Yeah, that's a really good quote. Staying weak is the... Staying weak is the... Uh, the real failure. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, if you said to yourself, I'm weak, and you think that that means you have no value, you still have potential. And mm-hmm. potential is one of the most valuable things there is, right? The potential Absolutely. to become anything is uh, is huge. It can be overwhelming, of course, but mm-hmm. the potential... Well, yeah, definitely. Let's say let's say potential potential is the foundation for value, right? Because if you have no potential, which is basically impossible, you can accrue no value. Yeah. Let's say in the eyes of yourself, in the eyes of others, you can gain no value if you have no potential. But if you have a lot of potential, which basically 
things are set out in front of you that you may or may not know that you can do, right? That is a big deal. It can be overwhelming mm-hmm. because like when you're a young kid and you say, wow, like I don't have any skills. I have nothing. I have no potential. That's not true. You have time and time in itself is a form of potential. Yeah. When you're 15 years old, you have but likely, but you have more time, right? You have more potential than a 25-year-old, right? You yeah. have much more time, much, much more time. You have 10 whole years. That's a whole decade. Imagine what you can do in a decade. Now, when we're in our 20s, will we think about mm-hmm. what we can do in a decade? Because we know it. When, when we're 30, we're going to think that differently. When we're 40, we're going to know even better. Right, 50, yeah. 60, as we get older, we'll understand it, but we'll have less potential. When you're 15, yeah. when you're, when you're, when you're, you know, 18, you have like the world is your oyster. Yeah, it truly is. It yeah. truly, truly is, right? You cannot, you know, let yourself down. You cannot let yourself think, oh, I'm 18. I've done nothing with my life. I'm a failure. You choose to be a failure if you choose not to gain anything for yourself. You choose to be a failure if you stay in the position that you are. If you're 18 mm-hmm. and you say to yourself, I've done nothing with my life and I will do nothing with my life, you failed. You do not have the intent of your thought. You do not have the actualization of your potential. You're not yeah. doing that. That's in your own mind. You're subverting yourself. You could say, because this is a true statement, I've done nothing with my life so far. However, mm. I can do great things with my life. If I choose to do so, that puts that that's two things. One that says you're confirming your potential. Number two, you put it on yourself as an individual to say, oh, wow, I can do great things. I have the ability to potentially do great things. Why should I not try? I'm already doing nothing with my life. I've done nothing. Why not try to do something great with my life? What what's the downside? It may be hard. I think it's harder to sit down and do nothing. And stay stagnant. Yeah. yeah, because if the, in that case, then you, you're going to eventually realize the painful fact that you've done nothing and you have to live with that now that you had mm. potential, this thing that was so valuable. As time goes by and you don't use it, it loses and has no value. But if you spend your potential by working hard and uh, making yourself more valuable, in the end, it's like an investment. It's going to accrue more and more value as you become a more valuable person that's able to have more skills. You're stronger. You're smarter. You're a better speaker. You have a better job. Um, and you and you believe you do in yourself more for more, other people. Yeah, right? you trust in yourself more because that, like, let's say, real value. I think you know we can say it comes from other people. Can say it comes from the individual. Real value has to start whether it comes from. From the individual doesn't matter. It has to start with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to start being able to trust yourself and believe in your abilities. And that comes from actually doing things, right? That comes from truth. That comes from proven, you know, proven ability, right? Yeah. From gained proven ability um, in, in any in any field, right? Let's say you're you, you notice when you're younger, you go, I don't really understand people's emotions as well as I would like to. You can improve your emotional intelligence, right? Yeah. You can, in a lot of ways, you can improve your emotional intelligence. It's just like any, it's just like a muscle. You can exercise mm-hmm. it. 
Yeah, you can so, learn. A lot of people that get uh, anyone who's kind of a, like on the side of the spectrum where they're less social, hmm. but they're they're also smart at the same time. Th- those people can actually become better socially than the average person because they can learn like the, just the intricacies of how a conversation normally works and without their own personal emotions holding them down. Yeah. Like they, they and their can, personal bias, they can basically study it. And, um, it's, it, it is almost formulaic. And at that mm. point they become, which is a little uh, sociopathic. Well, <laughs> Cause you can manipulate people, like a, but anyone could, anyone could. Yeah. If you're already a lower, like you, you're, you don't feel as much emotion than average and you that causes you to dis- disconnect with people. Learning how to have conversation can actually help you get back in socially and, and connect with more people. I've, I've heard about that. Um, like some people that are like autistic, they can actually learn and then actually they become better um, by focusing on that and learning how to have a, a real mm-hmm. conversation. They become better at it than just the average person who might just be a normal amount of awkward and things like that. But it's definitely something you can look into. There's, there's always an area you can improve. There's always something you can do. Yeah. And definitely. Um, I think the Prince by Machiavelli basically discusses how you can utilize your, I, I know for him, it's a selfish thing, but you can utilize your emotional intelligence to manipulate mm-hmm. others. You don't have to, mani- don't manipulate people, please. But you can utilize it to help others, right? Because think about it. You you have to have the same knowledge in order to help someone or manipulate them because you have to know yeah. what they need, right? So if you know what someone needs, God willing, you use it for the greater good. You use it to help them and yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, it's talked about in philosophy, right? Using, using these things for selfish purposes, which you can. But again, what's the value? What's the value in pure individualism? There's nothing. There's nothing to pure yeah. individualism. It's loneliness. It's fragmentation. It's 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 suffering. It is suffering. You have to compromise a little bit of individualism for good, um, the, a good collective, like a local community, right? Like you give up time, which is an individualistic value, your own time uh-huh. to to help your community, right? You but you could potentially do that. So I think that's a good. Um, that's a good introduction for people if they want to talk about the the philosophy of like, um, not not manipulation, but like individualism and using, you know, things to your advantage. Yeah, Machiavelli, The Prince by Machiavelli. I personally haven't read it, but I I understand that's what it's about. I could be wrong. I, I really don't care. Go read it if you really <laughs> are worried. Like I I don't care. <laughs> I, I have read it. That's you're not far off either. Like um, another thing he says, that's sort of related to what we're talking about is, um, says for your free time you should always be improving yourself. And obviously his reason for it is so that you can be a more effective ruler. But you know, as a regular person, that should also be true. If you don't want to waste your time and your potential, um, constantly focusing on something every day that can increase your value is a good way to do it because you can, even if you, I'll give an example. Um, so even if you went to, like, say you went to university and you ended up dropping out uh, because you didn't, didn't like it or you didn't get, get good marks or something, you decided that wasn't for you and you, you go to a different path. 
So if you want to avoid feeling like you wasted your time uh, for those years, maybe at the same time you were in university, you uh, you had a hobby that was helping you increase in value. Like you started working out or you started um, a martial art or something, or you, you learned a new language. Still, at the end of those years, maybe you didn't get your degree, but you have these other things that you were working on that you make you a more valuable person. And you and can you always utilize the things and, you the things you learned in, in university, even if you didn't get the degree, right? There's always yeah, a way also to true. incorporate knowledge learned and, and gained, right? You, yeah, you are the only that, one who that example was on yourself, really. Yeah, exactly. That example, that's basically exactly what I did. I went to mm-hmm. university for two years, dropped out, so I had no, no degree, but um, I was still learning a lot about self-improvement. I learned a lot about that field, which still helps me today. So I could look at it as, as I just wasted two years um, where I could have been doing something different. But I also, you know, would just get demoralized if I thought that way. So I, I do look, I am happy with um, the self-improvement progress I made during that time. Um, started working out during that time. I started doing self-improvement and journaling, like kind of hardcore during that time. So I can't really be upset and I can't really say that I wasted time because it's, mm. It's all made me who I am today. So, yeah, you can't look back and have – you won't look back and have regrets if you are constantly trying to improve yourself. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, we, we, we did go a little off topic. Um, yeah. That's okay. But that's okay. That's all right. I like, I like that um, in the sense that we don't need pure structure. That, can, that tends to be boring in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, is there anything else you wanted to add today? Cause we could do a part two to this one. I think we could do a part two because we haven't even touched everything we wanted to talk about. Yeah, we could do part two. Um, yeah, cause we still have to get into, don't say it, don't say it. Yeah. Okay. I won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we have a lot of stuff to, we have a lot Surprise. of stuff to still go over here. About distractions yeah. and subversion mm-hmm. and chaos and order and bad things and good things. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe we want to end it off here, keep it at an hour about. Yeah, we can end it here um, and then we'll do part two probably next week. Mm-hmm. Sounds good with me. Yeah. All right, I'll just close it off with our quote here. You cannot protect people. You can only make them strong. Jordan Peterson. <laughs>